This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. We've got everybody collected here. Welcome to Vic's Basement. If you're just tuning in right now, we are talking about our year in review. We have just shot the Rocket and Ray Gun Award. But, uh, Scott Marissa and I get to talk about everything every week on Vic's Basement. We get to We're check, really check in sick a lot. of each other. But no, let's, let's check like... in with everybody else. Raju, tell us about some of the stuff that's uh, gone down for you this year. What's, what's 2014 mean to you? We're at the end of the year. You know what? Everything is good. Everything is going well. Uh, you know, my daughter is now three, and we—it's funny. I'm starting to play games with her. Uh, she's been sort of co-piloting on Lego Batman Three with me, and uh, Captain Toad Tracker actually is another one that I just uh, fired up the other day. But no, life is good. Uh, the show rolls. We lost Marissa in Toronto, which is a sad, oh. sad thing. But the game are here to our game. Yeah, but we, you know. Sean, Steve, and I have been working together, so that's been good. Have so, you been enjoying working with Sean? No, it's a classic thing where it's, you know, the chemistry between Steve and I... It's, 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 uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing in the whole. But the thing with Sean was like, okay, just, or just any other, just working with somebody else. It's sort of getting understand sort of the rhythms and what they, you know, stuff they want to talk about. And, you know, that sort of thing. So, so I think we've gotten a lot better. What a great yeah. benefit to you, though, right? Because, like I learned, yeah. that switch-up is scary. It's pretty. It's well, pretty I learned when Tommy left. Uh, Who is Tommy? You guys keep talking about <laughs> Everyone knows. He's the ghost so of EPU. Um, I do miss Marissa. I also miss uh, how much work what she did. What do you miss about her? Well, I just miss that she did half of the work on EP, and now, Marissa, you're not really doing anything. You know? <laughs> I would bug her. I'd be like, you're... I'm doing all the work over here. Marissa, would you really now, say that? Yeah. And now that she's gone, I'm like, oh yeah, Marissa did do a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I love working with Raju. I love working with Steve, because these guys are pros. Uh, I remember reading Steve's video game reviews when I was still Don't in say college. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just seeing, seeing your stuff in the paper made me realize that you know people could at least get by, if not make a living. True. Working in the video game industry, and that gave me hope because you know I'm not really much of a programmer or whatever, but I do love video games and I want to give back in some way. And so getting to work with you guys has been really, uh, really cool. And I know I don't uh, say it, but I, I do appreciate working with you guys and all the knowledge that you bring and all the goofiness that you bring. And I think we have you bring your fair share. Too, yeah, sure. I, mean, I think we have a good connection now. And, and well, it, it makes more of that. it makes you stronger, and I think you guys are probably. You know, sort of learning from that as well. Like yeah. you switch up in the in sort of different energies that you get. From like we, we are the best three guys on the show. <laughs> right. According to your mom. No shortage of ego. Sitting next to most of them. We've learned a lot because I just jumped in and I was jumping. Well, you were just gone. When you moved here, yeah. and then. He, you know, whatever, disappeared. decided to just take a vacation. Like, it's so nerve-wracking. And I just want to say publicly that I'm so impressed with how seamlessly you were able to walk onto the set and do this work, which is not easy work. It looks glamorous and easy. It is hard. It's tiring. You totally did it. I think it's awesome. You know, you know what it is? She, uh, she cornered stone to Vicksburg. <laughs> she wanted to be lead anchor. I thought you were lying. I thought it was a joke. I wrote it down. <laughs> and it took it. 
No, it is tough for sure, but I don't, like, I, I never felt that reviewing fit when I jumped in with him at all, because he's very, he's just a very giving host, like, he doesn't, he, I'll drop the ball, and he'll just pick it up and roll with it, like, there's not, I don't, I don't serve him the best balls to hit sometimes, and he'll just pick it up and roll with it, and, uh, no, it's been great, just actually jumping in with Scott when he came back, that was so strange, that was a strange dynamic, too, because I, I was used to fit, and then Scott came in, and it was, was well, like positive and negative doesn't yeah. go 100 miles an hour yet. And, right. Uh, hopefully it will be more in tune in the new year. But yeah. And it was hard. It's, I, I don't want to talk about how hard our jobs are. We have fun no. jobs. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. It's yes, they're challenging, just like any job in the world is. Uh, we have good days and bad days, for sure. But yeah. all three of you, I mean, as hosts who really just sit in the cheap seats for this stuff, we play games, we talk about them, and send the reviews in. I was amazed and impressed with all three of you guys keeping this seamless with you having such challenges with you moving out here with you you know being a dad and having that to balance and wanting to get a little bit of time and not just being having to beat the, the you know the rock the entire time you guys did a great job this show just as a fan of the show someone who watches the show oh, that's awesome. it was really it was really cool thank you thank you, thank you very much yeah. Yeah. Uh, a good raise for that yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. talk to me later you've gone from like 25 minutes to 30 minutes no, I, I, I still do my, you know, my, yeah. work, my workout thing was big for yeah. me, like, well, ever since the end of last year, but really it was like, you know, I prided myself on my 25-minute workouts, and that's all I did. Great. What's it like for you to watch the old content? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. hilarious. You were so wicked fast. You know, but a little, like, caveat to the, my workout thing, like, it was, I was fortunate enough, like, they selected me, I'm going to be in this infomercial that's going to start airing next year for their product. Yeah. So you're going to see, you're going to watch this show at, like, 1 in the morning, and then immediately after those crappy infomercials come on, there I am again. <laughs> but it's great. But they, like, during that, they asked me, they were like, well, what do you think of the, your before picture? I'm like, honestly, the guy was fucking awesome. He was great. He was just a little chunky. Yeah. I'm still the same guy. I just thought you were a big guy. I thought you were big and statue. I thought you were like a heavy yeah. guy. Yeah. No, I mean, Until I know. That's just, we that's just still so a Mario quick. impression, but it's not quite as heartfelt. It's not as heartfelt. Here we go! Yeah. Like, Here we go! It's more of like a Waluigi. No, but yeah, I mean, it's just been a healthier year, feeling a lot better just about myself. And you're dating My, again? Clearly, what yeah. Did, what did you do with all your old clothes? Uh, I still have them. Really? In bags, because I, I want to give them away. I have a lot of awesome fucking shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but the shirts you can only buy one day oh, and right. it's gone forever. And yeah. I have a lot of like gaming stuff. I like to be themed when we're shooting stuff. So like, and hardy we're talking about things. Oh, yeah. 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 Get it, getting smaller in the right. gaming industry is not a good thing if you want to wear shirts. Right. Because yeah. the shirts they send yeah, you are like much. they're always gigantic. Yeah. They were great for fat me. Fat right. me loved all those wear shirts. All those shirts. I was like, I'm like, shirts. I'm like, I got another triple XL. You know that rare event when they have like free shirts, it's like three smalls. Yeah. Three mediums, 72 larges, 115 XL, 300 XL. Yeah, get one of those triple XLs. Yeah. Japan. But uh, the games industry really isn't making too many t-shirts anymore, it feels like. No. It feels like they're not really making many games yeah. these days. No, they're making tons of statuettes. Slow. I think yeah. statues are getting bigger. Titanfall yeah. came out at the beginning of the year as a like box Special edition. Oh, special edition um, things are huge. The industry is different at the end of the year than it was at the beginning. Yeah. It, I don't think there's as like much that, optimism though. as there was at the beginning. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not even sure there was that much optimism. I think there was so much pushback into next year. 
like that went on throughout the year. Yes, yeah, everybody was excited. Right. Batman's coming out. Vic's yeah. gonna flip his lid. He's gonna go. Oh. I, I don't think so. I think there is a lot of optimism right now. Well, from you, because I can feel it. Well, I think the like the best stuff is starting to hit, and now we know that the worst. I, I, I'll go on record. This is the worst year I've ever encountered in games in my whole history. I couldn't believe when we were looking at the brackets. And we were talking about this during the break. How many iOS games were in the brackets? Yeah. I can't. Believe are in the brackets? Yeah. Next week. Oh you yeah. Can watch them. Next week. Oh, yeah. nobody. How many games are in those brackets? Yeah. Nobody cares what the starting brackets are. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, iOS games are in the brackets this year, and there really have never been that many iOS games. We've had them before, but it's they're so, significant now. Yeah, marginal before. Yeah. But now they're a central part of the brackets. This doom and gloom drives me crazy, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I get the sense. I, I get that there aren't that many triple A games. That's what it is. There's a little bit of a, of a lull there, and hopefully, yeah. and we are in a console transition, people are trying to figure out how to use these systems right, how to get the most out of them. I don't like, typically, the first games for these, I mean, the, look at the first couple Xbox 360 games. Right. Yeah, but that was the, the first, outfit, that was yeah. the first year, this was the year to kind of they sell start, the machines. And they are starting, and the sales have been okay, but more importantly than just the console market, yeah. I can't go anywhere without seeing everybody playing a video they're playing on their phone, the yeah. DS is doing well, a billion indie games come out every month now. Oh, the systems now are great distribution platforms for indie developers, which never used to be the case. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot more hope out there. Steam is incredible. There's an incredible amount of software coming out. Some of it's not great. There, there is sort of a lack of that big Hollywood well, AAA thing, but I think there's and, and the, I think there's a lot of repetition happening right now, though. Yeah, there's a ton of repetition. And I love the indie world, I love the inventiveness and the, the risk-taking that's going on there, but the absence of, uh, you know, AAA production is really felt. It's really felt, because there were some great uh, sort of illusions or sort of hints at where we might go with this generation, with The Last of Us and with Dishonored, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto V. And I, I feel like we are reverting. We're not progressing past that enough, you know? And so we've got it this year where the best software is last year's software. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, we, I had a dinner with a developer friend of ours, and I don't need to name who it is, yeah. but he's pretty powerful. Nolan Bushnell. We were talking, and I said, you know, The Last of Us was great last year, and it's pretty much the best thing that is again this year. Yeah. And he said, I think that should be your game of the year. And, you know, I agree with him. I Like, that is such... A profound experience, and it's so complex and so mature. And there's nothing that really holds. But it's well, there's, a, there's a couple that, that are as good. As that. That, you don't just make the last one. No, I know. I know. It felt like we're on a new No, but we're on a new track, and yes. it felt like we're on that track now, where we're going to start getting games that are going to be of that ilk. And we haven't really it, not had the not result. this year, and I agree that it's been sort of a down year. We got a lot of remasters. Sorry to be negative. No, no. You're but, right, though. But I feel I feel that you have to kind of give the industry a little bit of a break to catch its breath after games like The Last of Us and The Walking Dead that move emotional storytelling and great gameplay forward yeah. and let people figure out what that next game's going to be because it's not just going to happen. Sunset Overdrive, Shadow of Mordor, those games were in development before Last of Us ever came out. Yeah. Those games were being worked on not just for the last 10 months. I mean, it's been a long process. So I think what we're seeing now are the first games that 
Can't. start to look yeah. the right way. Like these games look like next gen games mm -hmm. that you know, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, you couldn't get it looking like that on the 360. Sure. This game. Yeah, infamous second sign is one of the best looking things of the year. Yeah, sure. and that's yeah. usually the first step. The next step next year and the year after, whether it's Batman or Evolve or whatever that game's gonna be, No Man's Sky maybe, those are the ones that are I think gonna start to open it up and make it feel more it's like it's maybe I'm being optimistic there, but I love it. I love seeing you optimistic. But I I mean one of the things that I don't want to see disappearing and what I'm worried about is this idea of, um, you know, everybody's got to go small to start over. And when you're small, traditionally, I think you, the, the level of production risk that you're going to be able to take on is just not going to sort of meet expectation. We're seeing the reverse of that kind of crumble in the hands of companies as big and, and massive as Ubisoft with Assassin's Creed. You know, they, they probably had a thousand people work on that game and it didn't work out for them. But I don't want to see the disappearance of big teams. And I think that's what we're facing right now. I think we're going to have like five big teams, and the rest will be a bunch of really small teams. And, and I think it's, it takes big teams to be able to capitalize on all the horsepower that we have. The PS4 feels like a, a, uh, an improved PS3 for so much of its software. It's an amazing machine. It's capable of awesome things. But so much software. I just heard Resogun is coming to the PS3 and the Vita now. You know, so much stuff that you can play on the PS4 is a PS3 game. And I don't think that's a great statement to project out to the world. You know, you said it was the level of production risk. Yeah. I mean, I think we are hitting, like, you know, a big blockbuster, and, like, the bets that are being made are, for the most part, going to be safe ones. Yeah. You know, more sequels, more, and just building upon what is the past. And I mean, I think that, I don't think big risks are going to happen. Well, you know what, what I think it is, is I think, like, this this year in general, to use a crazy analogy, but it's like a Guardians of the Galaxy year. It's like, you've got some risks, some you weren't expecting, you're like, all right. We've talked about the beauty and the potential of this business, and we've, you know, sold the power of this business to our respective audiences, and it's being capitalized on to a degree. There's an appetite for it, but I think there's been this real move away from just accepting that games are amazing and we should be, you know, uh, pumping money and attention to It is hard direction. not to feel spoiled, though, when I think back to me being so seduced by The Last of Us. Yeah. And I didn't have, and again, I was injured for part of the year, it wasn't healthy, but I didn't have an experience even remotely close to that. There was no The Last of Us. Now, Dragon Age is pretty close, man. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I, it's a I great game, that. but I would say the last, I mean, what The Last of Us did, which we talked about ad nauseum, is, is it marrying... <laughs> I'm going to say something that we've said before. Yes, <laughs> right, so I'm not going to say it, but we know what it all did amazingly, right? And and that's a really hard thing to do. That I don't even, that the company didn't do it with Uncharted 3, right? They don't just knock everyone out of the park. Yeah. That was an amazing thing that they had worked on for a long time and really had to dial it in. And that's a hard thing to do. It was a rare game. It was a one of a kind. It was one of the best games ever released. It's the best game ever released for that entire system. And so, so for us, to, the expect, for us <laughs> to expect that we're going to get that game in the first or second year of the PlayStation 4 or right. Xbox One is like benchmark. Like we're starting. Like now, this is the new benchmark. No, that was Last of Us is the new benchmark. The best so games come out at the end. It's hard to remember that, but the best games come out at the end. God, God of War came out at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the really great Halos that started to really use that system correctly. You know, Reach and stuff that was towards the end of the life cycle. They got to get used to the system, and they got to start to figure out where to invest. I mean, I think Ubisoft—they just announced the new Assassin's. But they made six yeah. games that worked. Yeah. What needs to happen is 
games need to start being controlled by the creative people behind them and not the money people behind them. Even if you've got the money and the vision, it's not easy to make that, that factory work. There are great developers and they're young right now and they're starting out. So I feel like there's been a bit of a like, you know, clear cut the trees, all the old redwoods are getting knocked down. But they're planting new ones and, and I'm just like, dad though. Like I think your perspective on gaming has changed not in a bad way, but in a healthy way. Right? Like you your your bandwidth for gaming is a little different than it was a year ago. Well, it's, it's, it's that, and it's also 20 years in this industry, like, you know, people always ask us, like, you have the best job in the world to review video games, which is also, like, a portion of the job, and for all of us, we do all these other things that don't have anything to do with just playing a game and, and talking about it, but, but the truth is, it's, it's like being, I, I always tell people it's like being an ice cream tasting, and at first it's awesome, and then you get vanilla, like, 10 years in a row, and it takes a really incredible vanilla to be good anymore, and then also, uh, sometimes you get like dog shit ice cream, yeah. and, <laughs> and right, and like someone else can like take a bite of dog shit ice cream and be like, I think that's a new segment name. Yeah, like, that's, that's <laughs> terrible that's ice cream. Dog shit ice cream section. <laughs> that's terrible ice cream. It tastes like dog shit, and they don't have to eat it. And like you have to eat the whole thing. Yeah. They're like, I gotta eat this whole thing of dog shit ice cream. Like it's not that glamorous of a gig. And but sometimes that tub of ice cream is fucking huge, and it takes like twenty hours to eat that tub. Of yeah. Right. So what it's done? What this has done? for me is it's made it so that now I just want to taste the glorious, golden-lined, uh, cho richest chocolate in the world. I, I have just very particular taste that I want to go for, and I think that's why I'm fine if there's a slowdown of games. I'm okay if the quantity slows down. I want the quantity. I don't need 20 more vanillas. I don't need that. No, I, you know, I'm with you, and one of the things we talked about on the podcast a few weeks ago was uh, a point that a, one of these guys made on Polygon, was that when a big game is bad, or when a large entertainment in general is bad, it's kind of a relief. You're like, oh, I guess I don't have to play Assassin's Creed Unity this year, because everyone's saying it kind of sucks. You're like, <laughs> there's 50 hours of my yeah. life I get back that I didn't have to, to put into this thing, and that's kind of where I am. I don't have any kids or a family, but that's exactly how I feel. Whenever I find out... Guy in the making of He, he, uh, he was a uh, LucasArts employee for a very long time, one of the longest people at, at LucasArts, so it was a shock when he, he was left. Did he curate the Force Unleashed team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, but I, that's what I want to see again and again, though. That's what I don't... Like, I don't want to see the disappearance of that. You know, I would love more Last of Us. I would love more Bioshock. I would like more Dishonors. I would like... You know, evil within, not to have frame rate issues. You know, like I would like there to be the manpower to really build some solid stuff that looks incredible, that delivers. You know, like my job is to produce television and to talk about this stuff. You know, and to put this on TV and to get people engaged and excited about it. It's really hard to do that when Shovel Knight ends up being one of the best things of the year. It's just really hard to sell that game to a lot of people because they, when they see that, they go. What? Was, didn't I own that cartridge? Yeah. Didn't I have that, that in my looks collection? That like a baby's toy. You know, and, it, and, it, and it's because they don't have the time to care about every aspect of the, the business. And I don't want it to sound like a graphics snob. You are, though. But it's important. And I feel... <laughs> you know... But I feel it's important. It's an important part of the, the progression of the business. And it takes people to build all of that stuff. Let's talk about graphics for one second. Yeah. Uh, and then we can go to your point? Sure, it's, uh, it's about graphics. Okay, you, well you make your graphics. <laughs> well there's this uh, new Xbox One commercial that's been making the rounds and it just shows off how powerful it is and all the great games you can play on it. And it's all, it's basically all graphics porn. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm, I'm kind of sick of seeing how realistic your games can be. 
I just want your games to be fun. Yeah, I, I was just playing uh, Far Cry 3 because you had our copy of Far Cry 4. Mm -hmm. uh, I have my own copy now, thank you, EA. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, and EA, you're great. <laughs> but uh, you know, I went back to Far Cry 3. That looks like dog shit compared to Far Cry 4. You don't, I don't think we even realize because we look at these things at Far Cry 4. It's astounding. You can see the mist in the mountains yeah. and. Like the, the world feels much more uh, richly realized. But does it change? Does it change anything? I think I think you can. What game do you I, like more? I like three more. Okay. Jeez, I'm sorry. I like Blood Dragon the best. I think We're that's not talking about Blood they, Dragon now. I'm talking about <laughs> Man, oh, Christ, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just ended the series with Blood Dragon. All right. That's <laughs> it. Blood Dragon. Looks great, but I, I'm not a graphics guy. Maybe I am a graphics guy, is what I'm trying to reveal by saying that Let it out, the visual preach difference it. between 3 and 4 is pretty dramatic if you go back and look at how the whole three vision. Looks. I think almost all of these games, I mean, the ones that we talked about bracket wise today. Next week. Next week. <laughs> on, on the <laughs> show. On television. It's already shot. December 10th and 12th. On December 10th and 12th. Maybe then. Not I mean, I, all of those games look great. Yeah. I, I think even Shovel Knight, you know, which obviously isn't as like, you know, hasn't had the fidelity of a game like Far Cry 4, like, if you just kind of look at most of the games we talked about, we didn't spend a lot of time talking no. about, and we won't spend a lot no. of time well, there's a talking lot about, right? they are all awesome. Yeah. Right, but, but that hasn't always been the case, so I think it's like the graphics you just kind of take it for take granted, it's like they're gonna look good. If it doesn't kind of look this good, yeah. Then, yeah. I, then there's gonna be a problem. Why is it? It's right here? Well, for me, it's... <laughs> yeah, but the disparity, the disparity between uh, Shovel Knight and Dragon Age Inquisition or Shadow of Mordor is enormous. You know, different kinds of games. Yes, you know? and I, I, I think I'm, I'm, Limbo, I'm always aware Limbo. that there's a viewership that we have, and there's people that that watch our content that don't know everything about all of these titles. You know, and I don't mean to condescend or, or talk down to any of these people. But I think that it makes our jobs easier, and I'm talking about anybody in media around games, if we can reach more people through the, the coverage of this stuff, and it looks incredible, and it is, you know, as vast as what you can see on screen. And that's what games like Dragon Age and Far Cry 4 and stuff like that kind of reveal. When you have a world that you need art for that stretches on for as far as you can see into the depth of, of your image, that's an enormous team. And that's what I'm really... Really on these teams, you know? I am because I, I think there's been such a uh, snub in this direction, such a, a complete uh, like even that uh, the guy that worked on uh, Super Meat Boy saying I would kill myself if I worked at EA or worked on Call of Duty. I, I, I feel like that's an absolutely valid statement to have if you are in uh, you know in so rich. entrenched in the in the industry and you love games and you've got a very specific taste. Absolutely. But I feel like so many of these companies, and Ubisoft got slammed, we all got pissed off about it. So much, uh, so many of these big investments and teams and, and big companies are, uh, they're getting slammed a little bit with this stuff. And I just think about the people getting into games, thinking, am I going to go indie? Am I going to just try to build my own thing? Or am I going to go to these studios and try to build? And that used to be the only outlet, that used to be the only way, was to go and join these big teams. And we'd see these big team titles come out. And uh, I just don't want them to disappear because I feel like this is a massive medium. It's a very, very big medium. It takes a lot of manpower to build these huge visions, just like it takes a lot of manpower to make uh, movies. And I, I don't want them to all just sort of dissolve into uh, 
indie-sized titles out there. Not that I have a problem. Point. I want to move on. Though. Yeah. Are you? I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm good. You? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. So we want to uh, <laughs> we want to maintain the large teams. I, I do. I want to okay. preserve them. Well, and we're going to slam the most. We're going to slam the most. Okay. Everybody looking Destiny. I mean, all these terrible reviews that came out with Destiny. That made me so sad. That's okay. Though. Imagine yeah. the morale. <laughs> imagine <laughs> the morale at Ubisoft or at, at on the NHL teams. And, you know, imagine the morale. Okay. Let's right. move on and talk about some. Because <laughs> I like your attitude. It's very positive. His, uh, he's always sunny. Yeah. But, uh, but I like seeing the sunny from you because I know it's not always your natural way, and sometimes you can be dark. Yeah. But this year, I want to talk about the, the moments or the things that were really the, sort of the biggest surprises, without you know covering anything we talked about in the show earlier. Next week. For me, and I just want—I I was surprised to figure out that the Wii U is actually kind of powerful. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that Bayonetta 2, and I hate Mario Kart, but Mario Kart 8, is that, what, that the one? Yeah, that's okay. yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. It looks as good as anything I have ever seen. And it really does take a lot to make my jaw open. Yeah. Like both of those games really, I'm like, what is this console I have in my house? Why is it not even dazzling me? Yeah. The way that these games are dazzling. You know, but we've been saying for a while that the big problem with Nintendo isn't it's not necessarily their hardware, it's, it's their policies with third parties, and it's their pipeline problems in getting games out on time. That was what, you know, the Wii U's been out for a while, and there's only a handful of games for most of that life that we've said you need to get. Yeah. Mario Brothers, Pikmin, whatever. Is it two years old now? Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And this year, it seems like, and I think maybe I'm being again optimistic, it seems like they kind of solved some of that. Yeah. Toad, uh, you know, just came out, or is coming out today, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got, yeah, Bayonetta, Mario Kart, Super Smash, like, these games are good, high quality, and they all came out within six months. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they had never done that before with the system. Yeah. Like, it took them this long to go, like, oh, we should put out some games! And you know why that is? The HD art was expensive to build. Way more expensive than it was to build for the SD Wii. And they had to learn that the hard way. They had to put a lot of people on, on staff, on these games, to flesh them out. It's expensive. Takes a while. They also moved to their own weird pace. Nintendo's never been quicker on video games. That's been the, I mean, the Wii was a, was a success on its gimmick, but we always complain about the, the, the key Nintendo titles not coming out until well, well yeah. into the console's life. Yeah, we've yeah. never seen that again. I don't, I don't know how Nintendo solves that problem. I don't know how they get a freaking Zelda, full-scale Zelda, ready to go within a year of launch. But I mean, if they would do that, their consoles, I mean, the Wii U could have been a success a year ago instead of two years in. Finally, feeling like it almost just launched. And really so coming us from behind. I mean, they lost a lot of. They lost a, a lot of. Well, they're only going to be They're going to third party back. You no, know what, though? Yeah, you know, the one has come out and said that he's not laying people off. It's, he said that that's not going to be the future of the business. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens over this quarter, but I think they're going to have a pretty decent quarter. I think they're going to sell quite a few of these machines. And, and uh, I love that Awada came out strongly and said that. That might all change once uh, financial results and stuff are in, but I, I think that's exactly right. You don't, you don't carve into your creative output, you support it you know, through thick and thin. I think it's, it's tough, you know, justifying Nintendo saying, you know, they're realizing how expensive it is to make HDR. Yeah. When we've had HD consoles for how many years now? <laughs> no, I know. finally took that jump, they're like, guys, 2012, <laughs> I think it's time we go HD. <laughs> Let's try to figure out how to make art. 2014 came out. 
think we got it, guys. <laughs> five more years, we'll have multiplayer games. Yeah. We're like voice chat. Five years now. They're going to bring that vitality sensor to life. Let's give them some credit, though. Look what they did. Like, they made this console that we've just been giving so much shit to. Like, yeah. oh, it's online. Sucks. It doesn't do this. It doesn't do this. Screw the Wii U. What happened with the Xbox One and PS4 games this year? Yeah. They all fucking broke. Yeah. I put everyone in. And I'm like, yeah, I got Assassin's Creed. You can't get that on the Wii U. And I put it in. I'm like, this is pretty. <laughs> Like any game on the Wii U, and it's like beautiful and Technicolor, yeah, no and it works. And you like it in a little stamps and yeah, whatever. typing a little I mean, note off no, to your no, music. No, I mean, all of that fun. stuff is stupid, but but they, yeah. they really did. Maybe, maybe in the end, they're, you know, they'll they're they're right. They're, they're, there's a genius to just saying screw whatever's yeah. hip and trendy. Mm -hmm. There's going to be so many problems. Like maybe they saw those problems. Probably not. Probably just lucked out with all these other games. I don't know. <laughs> but it really, the failure of so many other games has made the Wii U look better so than it would. They are the tortoise to the hair that is the Absolutely. What are some of the other, what, what surprised you in 2014? Uh, I did not think I would ever like Super Smash Brothers. I really did not want to review the game at all. Like, had us review it. And on the 3DS, it really was a it was lot of fun. I put in the Wii U version, though, and I was not So happy. what don't you like about the Wii U version? Yeah, I, I find like the 3DS is so no, great. What's wrong with you? I, maybe because I'm enamored with my 3DS, I, I love taking it with me. I love having games. Listen, I have, like, seven 3DS. <laughs> Whoa! I, 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 I collect these things. So I, I love the 3DS, but the yeah. Wii U version is far superior. They're not attached to my Wii U enough yet. Um, I just couldn't, I don't know, the 3DS version just really blew me away, so Smash Brothers uh, on the 3DS was something that I enjoyed. I'm sorry I don't like the Wii U version as much as I So now I have too. eight 3DSs, because okay. uh, I just... Okay, and I'm actually still rocking the original 3DS, nice. but I love it, I love it so much. And actually, Toko Dachi Life, also a lot of fun on the 3DS. Oh, yeah, that no, was really. a surprise. Yeah. Alright, next, moving on, Tomodachi Life. I knew I would just really enjoy the portable gaming I've been enjoying. Documentaries and I'm out in the field and stuff like that. Yeah, sure you guys I'm a TV guy. Well, I, I learn the stuff. I learn about the, the things, but it, it's a disappointment because I don't want to sort of have it all spoiled. You know, yeah. I like to sit down and see it complete. I like it to work. I don't like one gig patches on on day one. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't. We got bandwidth to consider up here too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you download a 50 gig game or. Because some of the times the uh, the review code on this stuff is actually a code that you punch into your machine, 50 gigs to download it, and then another gig 
of uh, updating like it that. so that it works. Oh, there were so know? many times this, this year. Where you end I did it for all of that. I had to delete stuff on PS4. That is a big surprise. That's a good point. That's a big surprise this year is how little 500 gigabytes. Yeah. Almost, you know, I have like a library of Xbox for 16 PS3 and Xbox and PS2 games. I have like tons of them for my career, right? I have like five Xbox One games, <laughs> like, ten PS4 games, like, that's it. Because all of them are codes. I get codes, which is cool, and you know, it's hard to complain about the convenience. But man, I filled both of those systems up in about six months. Yeah. I got hard drives plugged into both of them. Uh, now my Wii U, because that's suddenly hot. I got a Wii U hard drive. It feels, like, it feels like the systems weren't quite, quite as prepared for the digital future as the companies know we're prepared for the digital future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, that was surprising. Yeah. Maybe in the, the future we'll start seeing what bigger boxes. What was a big surprise for you this year? Other than what I just said? Well, no. I, I mean, more surprising. Those are surprises, but yeah. they're here. I need you to hear them. Yeah. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be up here. We'll just have a You wouldn't come back to you. Jose, do you have a surprise? Just, you know, I was expecting a lot more. All the delays was kind of surprising. I mean, I expected it after E3. You saw a lot of cool stuff that was slowly getting pushed in the beginning of next year. I didn't go to E3. E3 was all right. Oh, it was it so was different like, from every other year? Oh, man. Yeah. It was, like, probably the best E3 ever. But, uh, no, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff like, oh, this is getting pushed to January. This is February. This is coming out in June. I don't know. 2016. Whatever, whatever. It's like, the people are just deciding. I like the fact that they're taking their time. Some of the companies are not rushing their game out because they feel like it needs to be out. Take your sweet-ass time. I will wait. I will wait. There's going to be other games for me to play. It's not just your game that we're looking forward to. Give it time, give it some love, make sure that it works. And the amount of broken games was just, I couldn't even believe how many times Ben and I were reviewing games. Like, are, is you, are you falling through the ground still? Over and over again. You should read, you should never read. But you should read the messages that Jose and I sent by texting each other, reviewing like Little Big Planet 3 or Halo Master Chief Collection. It's like, yeah. can you play a lot? I can't play a lot. Can you play a lot? Does it fucking fall through the fucking floor? Every, just every game. Like, yeah. why are all these games broken? Um, I'm and I, you know, and I wonder if this is, uh, you know, a bunch of these companies losing people, losing great people. I wonder if it is related to that, you know? It's, teams. Come back to teams again. Come back to the teams. I mean, every, <laughs> but everybody wants to go off and build their own opus, you know? I know or, I, the I, word of the day I is think that's a bad thing. teams. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I agree with you. I don't, I would want to be a creative person working on games and be a cog in a machine. If I had the, the option to go and be an indie guy and have like seven people working with me and, and do something good on Steam, that to me is way more attractive. I know it's, it's so cool old. to work on these giant games, but if you're if you're like the third like animation See, guy of a team of twenty people on some huge game, you're not you're not putting your fingerprints on that at all. You're just like, yeah. yeah. I, I see the appeal of both because you've got the indie side and you've got more creative control over things. You uh, you know everyone working on the game. And that's fine, but there's a lot more risk. Like these guys are risking everything. Like people are taking out second mortgages on their homes. People are borrowing money from their parents. People are living with their parents, and then maybe the game doesn't work out. Love you, mom. Then what do they got? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I, I encourage that. But and then you see guys like uh, Cappy in Toronto when they did Sword and Sorcery. The guy Craig who came up with the idea and he did all the art in the game. Like he had debt as we all do. And when it came out and he was able to finally like pay his parents back more money and like move out and you know like that is a tremendous success but then on the other side the studio side you've got things like you know maybe retirement plans or um, 
retirement saving matching yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, the choice you gotta make. Health, health 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 then you gotta work, work on watchdogs yeah. too. But you know, there's that cognitive machine, but I find that these big studios, they really like, and uh, Ubisoft is a good example of this, where they push that corporate culture of, you know, having fun, and it's like, it's almost like a, a, a nice atmosphere to go to, even though you're working, you might be like, coding a brick. And that <laughs> will be right. the best games, right there, big indie teams. I, I came up with a surprise. Because yeah. you asked for a surprise. Well, I, I have two. Surprise. I have a good no, surprise and a shitty surprise. All right. The good surprise, Fantasia. Really? Surprised me. Yeah. I had yeah, you fun. That, I had so yeah. much fun. You guys with stupid Connect. I hate Connect. It's the least. I hate it. I, it's my least favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And yet, I stood there, just, <laughs> just doing this. You you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I was doing great. Are you playing yes. it right now? And then I would say anything. You know, in your eyes, and I'm like, I did it, guys. I'm saving her. She's gonna come out of the house. Like, I, I thought that was kind of fantastic. It's a level thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. I scared the shit out of I gotta say, I, I, was, I was surprised yeah. that harmonics, in, in, this is a failed piece of tech. Well, I remember going to the briefing for that, and then just walking out going, no. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I mean, so, too. That's why I'm playing Ruby. Ruby got in the way. She threw her Bonk. arms around a little bit, and then uh, she said, "I don't." It's play the, something else. The equivalent of button mashing. Yeah. It's, in it's not. It's not a game for kids. No. That's the thing. It's a that's a weird, interesting game. I, I was pleased that harmonics just again sort of figured out something for me to do with Connect that I was like, yeah. okay, this is kind of cool. Like, I'm doing something new. I'm it's not just, just sitting there doing this, falling asleep. I'm like engaged. I'm working my way through a song. And the death of the music game genre has been sad. It's so yeah. weird. I think about that all the time. You know, and it's and this it's not a savior. It's not going to go anywhere. It's a dead end street. But I had fun. Yeah. Uh, but you said you had two things. Yeah. The other one's kind of a bummer, but I'm going to get through it really quick. Oh, I have I have a good one. Okay, you say your bummer, and then I'll say my good one. Well, the biggest surprise this year, far and away for me, was that Gamergate happened and that it succeeded and stuck around for a while. Yeah, oh, really no. did. That Until was Bill Cosby and Gianni Yeah, it's been a bad year for news, guys, yeah. uh, and especially in our industry. Um, so maybe not Gamergate. I'm surprised by the vitriol hold that uh, female uh, developers and writers and creators in this industry, uh, people who are liberal in this industry, being attacked for being liberal or whatever. Well, I don't think we can do anything about that. We can complain about it, but we're not. Gonna, and, I, and I'm sure it's upsetting, but it's just like there's always going to be assholes. Everyone has access to the internet. It's we can just stop the way it is. Boosting their fucking signals. Right. We can stop doing yeah. that. That's yeah. the thing that makes me. We can stop most of it. We can do that in Watch Dogs 4. We get. <laughs> it was clickbait too. I mean, that was the other side of it. Was yeah. that it was a, a good way to generate controversy. Controversy gets clicks, mm -hmm. and so this yeah. thing was. But on the same yeah. on the same note, yeah. this is why it's it's obviously it's a terrible. It was a terrible experience. Yeah. It, it kind of remains a It was a new, bad news item in a year in which we didn't have a lot of news. But it yeah. was also, um, and I believe will have, a wonderful silver lining, yeah. which is it now has raised this topic. Yeah, people are now talking about women in this industry yeah. and yeah. their treatment. And that was something that didn't happen in June. Yeah. So this is a discussion. We've talked about Marissa for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, no, no. To, honestly, though, look at we're a bunch of guys, and there's one girl here. Yeah. There should be more girls here. There should yeah. be more girls in this industry. There should be more people of there's all kinds of people. In this no industry. girls want to hang out with us. We're surprised we got one. <laughs> 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 because it's a sexist industry. It's like who wants to hang out with a bunch of dudes talking about video games? Making room on the bus for more women. There's too many dicks on the dance floor. There is. True. But I'm 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 glad that. This, there was this terrible experience, and I'm glad to see what's coming out of it is a discussion with 
interesting, smart people who are, are really starting to attend to. It's, it's not really our favorite something positive that was surprising yes. um, the out of this world success for the PlayStation 4 the adoption all over the damn world of the machine no like seriously it has really been a very very successful console sure. it needs to have better software what is your favorite exclusive on the PlayStation 4 this year? Uh, it doesn't matter what your favorite is it was okay. infamous like that <laughs> <laughs> Which was also my biggest disappointment. But it was my favorite of the year. You know, I feel kind of happy with Sony doing what they're doing. It's a great machine. I like the machine. I turn it on, it does everything it's done already. It's very elegant. I can't believe they made these changes. It's a good machine. They've done, And they're and they surprised, which is a great piece of news. They work their asses off. But they're surprised at the adoption. They don't even know who the hell's buying it. The shoe was talking about you know the sales exceeding where they're supposed to be. Now Xbox is getting back in the game. They, they've had some pretty good weeks. Yeah, Black Friday really, was really yeah, They've had a really good yeah, like, couple of months. It's, it's, been, it's been a whole year, and maybe more, maybe two years of us talking pure shit about the Xbox One because yeah. of all those problems when they were launching it and Kinect and all this stuff. Yeah. Boy, they listened. They lowered the price. They got ready to connect. They started, they have much better exclusives than Sony had on holiday. Yep. They've got good stuff lined up. I'm on board with both of them. And the Wii U. I'm all three of them. Yeah, and Nintendo's Wii getting Wii better. Wii absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and the iOS store is getting a little bit more aggressive with its premium sort of uh, promotion, which I, I like. The, yeah. the games that actually cost money, they're putting, they're putting a little bit more love. There's lots of good things going into 2015. Mm -hmm. Stephen, do we have anybody asking any questions or anything like that? Or? We have a few. One of them was... What franchises would you like to see end in Watch 2015? So, <laughs> yeah, I think there should be a plan for Assassin's Creed, clearly, yeah. right? Yeah. We should take, Assassinate the Creed? Well, there should be like a 10-year break on the thing, and, oh, and yeah. that should be part of the marketing. It should be like, this is it, we're it wrapping it. It doesn't need to be 10, like, even if it was a year, two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah at least two. Now we're just getting multiple yeah. Assassin's Creed games. They're like, Call they, of they want Duty. to stop? Yeah. Let's give them more. I want, I want Call of Duty G.I. Joe, otherwise I'm not playing oh, Call of Duty. Right. Cobra Commander needs to be the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 with the NHL. Just a NHL? What? No, because NHL is so broken. I feel like some of these annual sports games should just... Well, those should go <laughs> down in like price, yeah, and you should be yeah. up like, up there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tyler Hodge asked that question, and he also asks, on the flip side, what franchise would you like to see reinvigorate? What, bring back. No, that came out. Contra! You want to see Contra? Uh, I want to see Saboteur. I keep thinking about that damn oh, yeah. really weird and The Biggs. That's a good one. <laughs> the Biggs. Biggs. Yeah. The Biggs. Yeah. I, want, I want to see a sequel slash remake to Bebe's Kids. <laughs> Bebe's oh, Kids. I want to see an awesome Bubble Wobble on the Wii U. Yeah. You want to see what? Bubble Wobble. I want the Kinect to come back. Yeah. You know, they just uh, announced uh, it. I'm happy. Just pause three. Any other questions? I actually have a question Start for you. Steven's got a question. What do you think games need to do to take them to the next level in 2015? What's that next step? Work. 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 Everyone else agrees with you as far as making them work. For sure. Make them shorter. They all agree. Too long. Cheaper, shorter. Five hours, six hours. They don't have to be shorter. They just want to be full of filler. More, yeah. More sort of concise. Less busy work. But also filled with human characters yeah, yeah, exactly. that we identify with. Stories How about care. a city yeah. where yeah. they drink a crazy beverage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they leave a skateboard no, everywhere no. and shoot. 
Somebody's no done that already. No, he's got to have electrical <laughs> shoes. It's unbelievable. It's only like 40 hours. No yeah. one will buy that. One more question. Alir Colette asks, thoughts on Bloodborne? Yeah, I got lots of them. Well, I don't have actually I don't have lots of them. I can't wait to have lots of thoughts on that game. Really excited. It's the Dark Souls guy. Yeah. Ready for it, buddy? You ready? Yeah. You take a plunge with me? I'm doing it. You know I'm in. After my pure hatred for Dark Souls 2. My number one surprise this year Here it comes. was Jose finally coming around. His flip-flop. Well, that was hilarious. It took a while. Yeah. Other surprises, how thin you are. Yeah. yeah. Well. And also you have a girlfriend. I'm sorry I can't talk about it. <laughs> Alright you guys, well, we, uh, we are going to wrap up because we've had a, a nice long day. We've uh, shot three very fun shows for you which you can watch uh, in the future. on uh, future. December 10th through 12th. Where's this going to serve a thing? EPN.tv. Oh, you can't have any? Well, we'll show up to the show. Sure. 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 No, I did. I answered it. We're going to